Hello and welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast, the show where we celebrate and elaborate on our odd interests. I am Amanda Salvatore. And I am Jackie Rayal Bell. And today's guest was Alex Schiffman. We talked about Burning Man and we had a really wonderful realization. It of, was it was magical. At the end of this episode. This entire episode is magical. I'm a burner. And it was just a delight to talk to Alex and to convince Amanda that she must go to Burning I must, Man in I 2018. Must go. I must go. And um, if you guys ever want to reach us, you can reach us at our email on our email, uh, guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Instagram at guiltypleasurepodcast. Also, please find us on SoundCloud if you have an Android phone. Like us, leave a comment, let us know how you're enjoying the podcast. If you have an iPhone, go to the podcast app, search for Guilty Pleasure Podcast, find our purple, blue, and yellow logo, and rate us and leave a comment and let us know how you're liking this. Uh, yeah. Alex was a great guest. I hope you Wonderful. guys enjoy this. Uh, the podcast will begin right after a brief message from the Nerdist School Network. Thanks for listening. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. I'm Paul Lair, and I've got anger issues. Convenient fees on Live Nation. That pisses me off. People who drive slow in traffic. That pisses me off. Dropping things. That pisses me off. So what do I do to manage my anger? I have a podcast called Say Anger, where I have a guest on every week. They tell me what makes them angry, and then it's like this little therapy session. It'll help you out. It sure as hell helps me out. So help me help you by subscribing to the Nerdist School Network. Yeah, because I don't need to do any Googling for this shit. No, right. I don't. Although girl. pictures are sometimes fun, but... I, I did so... Yeah. She sent me pictures. I have your pictures. Um, and I did a copious amount of research last night. Do I night. sound good? You sound great. You always sound good. and deep. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you very Thanks. much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You always sound so Some people so think good, it makes Jackie. me sound like a transgendered person. Which is you know what? a if good you, thing to be. If you did. Thing. Stay close to the mic if you okay, can. Sure. Yeah, don't, yeah. Not, like be comfy, but like. But not that comfy. Not that comfy. Okay. We want you like standing up. It's not upright. Passover. No, it's not it's Passover. Not, yeah, okay. do not lean back. Right. Do not. We do have do a chair for relax. Elijah though. Good. <laughs> I don't go anywhere if there's not a chair for my. <laughs> for no Elijah? We'll get the Manischewitz out. We'll do the drink. I uh, actually the very first time that I ever my my boyfriend's Jewish the first time I ever went to a Passover all everyone was so excited because it was my first one and all the women at at one point I, have you been to a Passover Jack I've worked several Passovers I've never been to a Passover so did they when you worked it did they open the door for Elijah did they like were you at a hall and they were like open up a window um, like what did they do for that part no the ones so I worked as a cater waiter for a Jewish catering hall for four years in Long Island New York uh during college oh love it yeah I've been to so many bar and bat mitzvahs never a guest only a worker oh, God. um but never a, <laughs> always a bridesmaid that's, never a bride that's the story of a woman who ends up marrying a rich Jewish doctor. It's oh, like a slow burn <laughs> rom-com. Exactly. But um, they were, during Passover, uh, obviously there weren't a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs, but some of the workers who'd been there for a while could get work working uh, private Passover parties in houses or at the catering hall. And all we would really do is just leave a seat for Elijah. I never really <laughs> stood around for the prayer part. Yeah. No, it's a lot of prayer parts. It's a lot of prayer it's parts. It's so many prayer yeah. parts. But the first time I went, they were like, we're going, all the women let Elijah in. I was like, who the hell is Elijah? Elijah Wood. Yeah, I got excited. I was like, oh my God. He's here. I love him. I, I love, love him. Movie. He's really talented. I loved him as a hobbit. He was great. His, his eyes blue eyes. So his big. yeah. And he, you know, he's he's bite size. I love him. Um, but they so we go to the door and it's all in Hebrew, which I know n- nothing. And then all of a sudden, all of the women in the family are like, open the door now. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Hey. And nobody's there. 
I don't know why we had to open it at that point. It's because but... you don't believe enough. I don't. I know. They I all know. saw him. They, he was is right it, there, yeah. and they were like, "Come on in." Right. Is it like with fairies with Peter Pan? You have to like clap or whatever. You do have to yes. clap for him. Yeah, because he's dying. Right. But if you clap hard enough, when I watched that movie when I was a kid, I clapped like a mofo. Did every you really? Time. Well, I felt like if I don't do it, this this flashlight is going to die. Because if you ever see the Mary Martin version of it, needless to say, she's fine. Tinkerbell is fine. She's, she's fine, okay. except I, for Once Upon a Time. Yeah, I no, always knew I didn't matter. <laughs> I never clapped for Tinkerbell. I knew I had no effect. You had no say? Yeah, no. Oh, man. They got me good. Yeah, they got you. So, um, Alex. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> We're so excited for you yeah. to be here. Jackie's. Awesome. I'm, I'm kind of excited. Jackie's really excited. I'm going to have to make sure I don't step over you oh, for please. this topic. Good. Because you're the yeah. guest. We're going to put Jackie in her place several times. Please. If just... you feel like I am overtaking this topic, because I can talk yeah. a lot about yeah. it, <laughs> then just tell me to shut up. Well, that's the that's the reason I'm like, well, this is a thing I probably can't talk about forever is because like after you go for even your first, you're like, I'm never going to be able to shut up about this thing for as long as I live. I get why everybody hates these people. I'm one of them, Aww. and there's nothing I can do about it. Your so, guilty pleasure is? My guilty pleasure is a little city in Nevada called Black Rock City. Uh, my guilty pleasure is the Burning Man Festival. Yay! Yes! Oh, my gosh. I was I was telling Jackie, I did so much research yesterday, and it was – it's so it, cool. It's so cool, you guys. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I've never best. been, so I'm a noob. How many times have you gone? Uh, so I ha- – the day I was preparing, so I went three, I've gone three times, 2014, 15, 16. Cool. Right? We went, our first years was the same year. Really? My so first year was 2014 year, too. And then took a year off? I took a year off, okay. yeah. So as I was preparing for this interview, I got, because my girlfriend and I couldn't afford full tickets this year, and we both applied for low income, and I opened our, my emails and both like didn't get them. So I'm it's sorry. like, I'm just thinking about like, Oh, Burning Man, it's great. I love it. And then I'm like, oh, not going to go this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've been three times in a row, and there was, like, never any question. After my first one, it was like, ah, I'm doing this next year, like, yeah. whether I have to pull teeth or something. And then it's been that way until this year my girlfriend just moved to L.A., and so, like, we kind of got to get our ducks in a row before we spend uh, all of our disposable income on going to a desert for seven days. So – how how much money does it actually cost? I know the ticket, because here's the thing. And I want to know, like, we'll explain what Burning Man is, but we're talking about the cash. So, like, the first thing, you think Burning Man's really cool. You see a bunch of videos. You know it's like an art festival in the desert for a week. Everyone's accepted. That's kind of like people know what that – have a general idea of what it is. What does it actually – like, how much money does – I know a ticket's $400, Give or take. You can also get a low-income ticket, which I did my first and second year, but not my third, because my Mm -hmm. third, I was like, if I can't go this year, I probably will be depressed for uh, about 12 months. So I dropped (laughs) the 400. Uh, So it costs, I like to say it costs anywhere from two to 400 for your ticket, and then it's just like, how much money would you spend in a week just like straight away? Right? Oh, I don't so, like, know. how much money do you, you probably, I don't know. We're all, I'm a garbage person, so I probably spend anywhere from, like, depending on the week, three to six hundred dollars. Yeah. Right? So, it's like the price of your ticket, plus how much you'd spend in a week, plus gas. And then you're probably fine. And then you also, like, buy your funky uh, outfits. Your funky yeah. outfits. Yeah. I was going to say. Right. I'll give you a quote because the two times that I, uh, the first time I went, I came from New York. <laughs> So, so that's uh, extra. That was extra. My first time too. I came from New York. York, yeah. So for me, I got a full price ticket. So that was about four hundred dollars. Uh, plus, I did the Burner Express. So that was sixty dollars. What's the Burner Express? So okay. Oh that? God, there's so much there's to tell so, her. Oh, about. So I know. I know. So I love this. There's one. Um, there's well. Let me, let me finish my quote first. So okay. There's Ooh, six, sixty dollars for the Burner Express, plus eight hundred dollars to fly into Reno. Uh, round trip when I flew out of New York. Plus, um, I was on a, my camp. I went to a camp, so I had to pay my camp dues, which I think were $150. Plus, I was on a meal plan at the time that was like $300. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I I'm horrible at math. Um, but it's a good amount of money. It's a buttload. It's a, it's a, a buttload of money, yeah. and then plus your your accoutrement, and then also you know your booze, your like recreational stuff that you're yeah. also going to go with there, and also. Um, like gifting is a, is an odd thing there, mm-hmm. which that's like a whole other subsection. I didn't really I participate in gifts. Really want to talk about gifts because gifts throw virgins off so hard, and I absolutely. But we'll get to that. I, you can yeah. tell we're bouncing around, but people are like, I have to bring things to trade, and if I don't have a gift, they're gonna get mad at me and kick me out, and everyone will think I'm wrong. And it's like, no, you. If you go and are present, you're a gift. Right, you are the gift. You're fine. Yeah, oh I know. Right, you'll start God, to you get guys, your weird. You guys, I'm gonna like, cry by the end yeah. of this shit. I'm telling you, so, I'm an emotional uh, human, and that you are a you're a gift every day. You guys, all of us. So, oh, just to make it clear, the Burning Man Art Festival. Because people would always ask me after I've been, they're like, "Well, what's the difference between Burning Man and Coachella?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "I can't even begin to Where tell you, you start? the difference between the two of them." Even just doing a little research, you you can see. First of all, it's not like a lineup. There's not like a fun graphically designed poster that comes out six months before with all the people that are performing. Mm-hmm. Like Burning Man is a city that is literally built by the people who are attending the festival. Mm-hmm. It's you build it. So I've been on build. I've built once. I built last year, and it was so much more fun that year because you show up anywhere from a week to, like, two days early. So we got there a day and a half early because our camp was tiny. And you unload. So we packed everything into, like, a little box truck in San Francisco, just unloaded this basement filled with dust for, like, the past five years because people have been loading in and out. Like, that's the only time they touch this basement. Loaded it in. We drive like overnight, get there, and then you build nonstop for a day, just like in the middle. And it, when you get there, it's a desert because yeah. nothing's been built yet, right? Yeah, it's a it's a, a, a water. It used to be a lake, it's right? A lake it bed. is a lake yeah. during a the year, actually. Bed. It oh, is it a is. lake, yeah. No, yeah. is it? I mm-hmm. oh, I thought I'm, it was completely dried up. No, I think it is dried up. Water fills up during the winter. Really? really? Yeah. No, water fills up during the winter, and then it uh, dries out for the summer. That's oh. news to me. Yeah, yeah no, it that. does. Yeah. That's cool. Because I know that they do uh, speed tests there because it's so flat, but I didn't know that it fills up. It does fill up. It yeah. filled up very much with the cali- with all of the uh, wet wet weather we got this really? last oh. uh, this winter. Yeah, I would love oh. to see that. I, I think there's some pictures. I'll show you. I can okay. show you. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Google's yeah. a magical thing. Uh, is it? I, I don't know. I mean, well, if you I'm too use cool it, to be I guess. On the well, also, I'm part of a bunch of those Facebook groups. Like, uh, my the camp that I go with has like a year round Facebook group, and I think we have some people that are, uh, that for whatever reason are are there, and they like share photos of like, oh look, this is what the playa looks like right now, and it's awesome. February, and it's completely it's wet. So, Who's and the playa. Oh, I'm with. Sorry. I go with Camp Charlie. Oh right, which you told me this. is a, a double decker unicorn. Uh, you remember the 2007 viral video, Charlie the Unicorn? Like, Charlie, Charlie, we're going to Candy Mountain. Some crazy person um, decided to turn that into an art car. It's a double-decker art car with a dance floor on the bottom, and on top is a DJ booth, and, like, in the hump is, like, Candy Mountain, where only, like, camp members can go. And it just literally drives around the desert for seven days, and it just plays funky house music. That's awesome. I've been, I've been now that you said it, I've definitely been high on that car There's, on the candy cane stripper poles i've probably i don't know you end up places that you're like oh, i'm here this is gonna be a good time that's uh, awesome yeah i don't know how i got here and i wouldn't have chosen to be here but i'm here now and this is gonna be awesome yeah the, the best i remember my first burn um so like when you go with a big camp like charlie which has over 100 people there's a lot of building involved in it there's work shifts involved with it um you kind of stay with – I stayed with that camp a lot my very first year. I don't think I was ever not on the car, my 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 first burn. Oh, really? And there becomes a certain point. I'll never forget this. My friend Johnny, who took me and my friend Seth to Burning Man the first time, it's like 4 o'clock in the morning, and we're out, like, on the playa, and then we've just been, like, you know, partying all night. And then Johnny goes, like, they're going to deep playa. They're going to the trash fence. If we want to go home, we better get off now. And I'm like, let's go home. We've been out for like 18 hours. So we get up and then like one of our friends comes on to the car and they're like, ah, oh, Dan's here. And, and then the car starts moving. I'm like, well, I guess we're going for another six hours. This is oh my, my life now. This, uh, is where I, this is where I live now. This is it. I'm on a magical unicorn forever. 
we had very different first year experiences, and I will I'll get to that in a second. But I do want to talk about so in that where you're like, I'm stuck here forever now. I found that <laughs> I so I can't sleep well at all. In de- so default is when you're not at Murdering Man. We're yeah. all in default right now. Yeah, uh, I'll be cursed to be in default for an extra year. Unfortunately, I'm um, not going this year either. Yeah. it's expensive as fuck. It's so expensive yeah. as fuck. Uh, but then when you're there, you're like, why would I not pay for this? Yeah. Dumb. Um, so I've found that I can sleep anywhere. When I'm on Playa, if I'm like, I've been dancing for like six hours, I'm bored, I don't really want to be talking to anybody anymore, there's a hammock and I will file, I can fall asleep anywhere. I don't care how loud the house music is, like if there are cars, if there are like people fucking under me, which is honestly doesn't happen as much as people all think it does at Burning yeah, Man. Well, because like it happened. It, well, but. He, okay, here's the thing. So Black Rock City, Burning Man, where it is, is in Nevada which, for anyone who does not know, has some of the strictest drug and, um, like, I guess... like they Outdoor, have very... outdoor sex laws? Yeah, you <laughs> if you get busted laws. fucking out, like, in the open or doing drugs in the open, you are being fucking persecuted by, like, the federal government, by Nevada. It's intense, yeah. yeah. I think there's something like 1,000 cops to every 10,000 participants at Burning Man. Wow. There's undercovers wow. everywhere. And, oh, like... Overcovers too. They're just you see like dudes walking around who look like they came you know from uh, like Standing Rock. They're like muscly, like yeah. scary white dudes with mustaches. Oh, but wow. they don't. As long as you, they don't see you. A mustache is very intimidating. It's the mustache, yeah. Because yeah. you. That's have where to, all their power comes from. <laughs> is the mustache to have a mustache and nothing else? You have to be unafraid of everything. My dad had a mustache for a very long time, yeah. and it's true. I think that's like, it's like Samson. You know, Whenever like he gets it, angry, the bristles would it like, like comes back. <laughs> they yeah. just sort of lift like in an anime thing. Whenever, like even like now that he gets, if he ever gets upset or he needs to do something that requires a lot of strength, he actually within seconds grows the mustache back. <laughs> oh no, that's a thing we can you know, all do. Yeah, that's why I keep I keep a mustache because I don't want people to know how weak I am. Because <laughs> yeah. when I want to do stuff, it doesn't grow because yeah. I'm not a very it's... potent male. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you you're just fine. So. So you you build and you build mm-hmm. and well, what camp? You can't, your camp? What was your camp? So my camp, which will not be on Playa this year, unfortunately, because it has just gotten smaller and more uh, wonderfully insular, which I like, is called Tranquility Base. And it started out way before I joined as like nobody honestly knew what the fuck it was until two years ago when, weirdly enough, I joined and was like, oh, I'm going to give people massages. And even though they were like, four or five massage therapists who are part of that camp already, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I guess that is what we are. We're like a massage and chill camp. Oh, that's so cool. See, I'm a sound sound and music camp. You're a chill and massage camp. We're a chill and massage camp. What other kind of camps are there? I I feel like there's, the thing, every kind. I've seen like really crazy stuff. I did, like I said, I watched literally three hours worth of videos last night (laughs) looking at like, all the different stuff, and there's like a lot of like really out there things. But are there like specific categories? I feel like there's like probably like a lot of music and sound, mm-hmm. and a lot of like meditation, relaxation, yeah. like retreats. I know there's like TED Talk. There's like uh, actual totally. things, like actual classes and 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 seminars and TED Talks and stuff. Are there other? Um, what are other so to, camp To answer things? your question, let's start with some geography, right? Because okay. we have not explained how the city works yet. Yes, the playa. The playa. So the playa and the city are the same and they're different, right? So mm-hmm. the playa is like the dirt. Yeah. Because it is like a lake. So it's called, like that's called playa wherever you are. Like former mm-hmm. lake bed is called playa. So the playa is the dirt, but it's also like when you're there, you're like on playa. But there's also the city it all makes perfect sense when you're there and when you're trying to explain it to someone else, you're like, it's the playa, but it's not the playa. Yeah. But anyway, the city is a clock, right? Yes. So in the middle of the city, right, where the spokes would be turning around, there is the man, right? That's the In the center. In the the very center, center, right? So the man is different every year, but that is the center focal piece. And it's super important because that's how you orient. You're like a bird when you're there. Mm. So after the man burns and you're still there for a day, you have no clue where you are. Oh, wild. Because the one thing you have to be like, okay, well, if if the man's there, I'm on the left arm of the man, then, okay, I'm heading towards like 10. Okay, so let me move. I know where I'm at. So anyway, the city is a clock and people live 
pretty much between two and ten on the clock face. Mm -hmm. Anything that's uh, the other way between like ten and two, so I guess you're like your one through your ten thirty or mm -hmm. something, is deep playa, right? And so that is straight up desert. There, like, there's nothing there but giant art pieces, mm -hmm. and it's awesome. And you'll get lost there, and you should. It's great to be lost there. One of my best nights last year was I went out with. Uh, I took my fiance for the first time last year, so he was a virgin. So mm -hmm. that was. That's where they became fiance. Yeah, we got engaged at Burning That's Man. That's the place to do it. Um, but um, we went out uh, with. Uh, we went out. Oh, fuck it. We were on mushrooms. We went with. Um, it's okay, live your best life. I was on mushrooms every day last year, so it's live okay. Live your best life. Um, but we went out to Deep Playa with my best friend Seth and our new friends Christian and Lindsay on our bikes, and we just explored Deep Playa at night. And did you go through that light tunnel? Yes, I went through that light tunnel <laughs> <laughs> on um, your bike. Dude, yeah, that was so fucking. It was like a half a mile long light, like light rings. It looked like warp speed in Star Wars. Oh, cool! And just different LED light rings. There was space like a meter apart each. It was insane. And you drive your bike through it, and there's an art car at the end who's plugged their music into just it, and the blaring, and, and the lights reverberate to the music from the art car. I wanna go. It's the coolest thing. I wanna go thing. through the tunnel. Anyway, what we were getting at. So that's Deep Playa. Deep Playa is. This is where all the art, all uh, the amazing, art things are. Right, all the giant, like, sculpture garden art mm -hmm. pieces. The so, temple is also technically the temple in is, Deep Playa. Temple. You're right. The, the temple looks cool to me. The I temple's was, the coolest. The temple thing is, like, world. next level, the most emotional thing you'll ever experience. You that's, will cry your brain. I was just like, I, I even said to myself, I was like, I am going to that temple. Like, that was, like, that was the thing. I was like, that's a thing I want to see. That's a thing I want to experience. That's like a thing I want to be a part of. You know, a sad but so beautiful cool. thing is you never will because it gets burnt down every year. Yeah. They build a new one. Yeah. So the man, anyway, what I'm trying to get at, the geography. <laughs> when you're heading from the city to the man, there's like the first inner circle of where like the spokes meet the man and that's called the Esplanade. I camped right? on Esplanade my first you year. You would because you camp at a big sound camp. Mm -hmm. So the big sound camps are usually along Esplanade or they're along where the numbers hit the playa. It's think of it as like the main strip. Yeah. Gotcha. Think of it as like where a lot of the big things are. The yeah. big bars would be, I mean, not bars, but like in quotes, the big mm -hmm. like, if you were going out to New York, like that's where you go to party, right? Is on yeah. along the Esplanade. Um, I have always camped at either free camp, which is when you just like bring a tent, or in small camps. Mm -hmm. And so small camps are anywhere from, they could be huge. There's some enormous like non-Esplanade camps, not music camps, but Tranquility Base is tiny. So like we're somewhere, like we were at like 8.30 and G last year. I think we were like 4.30 and D this year some so mm -hmm. the numbers are the numbers on the clock right and that's how you those are the avenues mm -hmm. and then the streets are A B C D E F G and they're all given like cool funky names depending on the theme of the year and I always forget the names I know I honestly yeah. I always orient myself <clears throat> by the man and I completely always I know I know where the Esplanade is I know how to get to the Esplanade but I'm just always kind of like meh whatever mm. yeah I'm I like direction like so it clicks with my weird dyslexic brain so I always love like oh. I'm right here. I'm at 8.30 and D right now. Uh, mm -hmm. But so those small camps, there are so many different types. And they sort of fall into certain, like, you've got your yoga ones, but then also spas. Like, I went to a Russian banya last year. I went to a hair-washing spa. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, that's Oh, it's good. nice. Because you're dirty as yeah. hell. But you don't smell. No, you don't smell. Because of the bed, like, the dust that clings to your body. Like, you'll get, like, pit stink a little bit, but you right. don't smell bad. Yeah. And your hair kind of dreads with the, um... With the dust. With, with the, the dust alkaline dust, yeah. naturally. But, and also, like, you're shirtless most of the time, or you're in, like, a tank or whatever. So, like, the smell just kind of... Lost. It's also if no one's judging you, so it's um, just yeah, you're probably not as self-conscious as well. Or uh, also you might just not smell. I think it's it's a little bit of both because I am super conscious of like how people smell yeah. when I'm in general in life. And I notice like people either smell like a little funky but kind of good or they don't smell at all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've made an observation in the last 20 minutes that we've been talking nonstop right. and trying to explain this. But you keep mentioning – and I, I, I totally align with this as well. Yeah. When I'm in the default world, when I'm in the regular world, right. and when I'm in at the burn, right. you're like, 
in the default world. I'm normally very cognizant of how people smell, but I don't give a shit at Burning Man. Yeah. I can't fall asleep at the default world, but I can fall asleep anywhere at Burning Man. So right. why don't you talk a little bit more about like the differences in your personality? Okay, cool. So default world is your normal walking around day-to-day life. And you're like, well, this is how the world works. Things ought to be this way. And I feel weird around strangers. And like, I can't hug my, like, I can't be a man and hug my guy friends and cry. And like, I can't do this or that in the default world is like, oh, why can't I do that? Or when you're at Burning Man, like, yeah. why Why is that a thing that I can't do? And part of it is, like, we have only sort of mentioned, like, there are a lot of substances that uh, you don't have to take substances. Mm-hmm. My best Burning Man friend, Diogo, who's now a good friend, like, one of my best friends who lives in L.A., um, doesn't, like, that's not his thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it wasn't the year we hung out, right? And... Uh, I shouldn't name check people, I realize. My my friend Porpoise, I'll, I'll use playa names, uh, doesn't like do stuff like that, and he still can have an amazing time. But the culture definitely has a lot of hallucinogenic feel to it, and that can help you, one, sort of see things in a different way. But the place itself is just a trip, right? Like mm-hmm. the first time I ever did a hallucinogenic substance, I was there, right? And it was like... Am I tripping? Right. Or am- is this just burning man? I'll say the first time I ever did a hallucinogen was also at the burn, and I didn't feel the effects of the hallucinogen until I got into my trailer and my friend's face started melting. Because oh, everything God. else wasn't oh, weird God. anymore. You were in a normal place. <laughs> yes. So you're like, oh, okay, things can be weird because this is what I have a baseline for. But it's a very off-putting place in a very beautiful way, and so mm-hmm. it just really screws with your perceptions and, like, jostles you out of literally your default like what you believe things ought to be or are like certain like this is how things go like I can't walk around naked you know like I'm a private guy but I every year I've gotten more and more naked (laughs) the first year no shirt second year just in my underwear this year like this last year is like I should probably put pants on it's hot right like I'll get sunburned but I was mostly nude that's Uh, awesome and it's just like through a thing of like, oh, well, na- being naked is just for hot people. And then like, okay, be- having your underwear off is just for hot people. You're Not like, a burning man. Yeah, I'm yeah. just, I don't want to be wearing underwear right now. Everything I own is like stinky. I just, I'm going to put on my fur coat and walk around naked. Uh, so you get very used to the things that are normal out here are like stupid. Yeah. Because you get oh, how stupid God, it is. That. Yeah. Like, when you were a five-year-old, you're like, why should I put shoes on? I don't want to put on shoes. Yeah. Shoes are dumb. And you're like, yeah, shoes are dumb. Like, why wear shoes if you don't want to wear shoes? Mm-hmm. Playa foot. It, that's true. Playa foot sucks. Uh, the playa, it's real corrosive to mm-hmm. skin, so you get... You have to lotion yourself. Yeah, lotion hardcore. Yeah. But that's a great part of it, because you take really good care of your skin. Like, yeah. I take okay care of my, like, my skin in default, but there, I, like lotion all the time lots of lavender you're taking care of of yourself and like it's about your you and and being comfortable and like taking care of yourself it seems like to me yeah or like being yeah you're just you're just taking care of yourself in in one way like mentally and spiritually and also then you end up probably taking care of yourself physically yeah you know and it being a priority as opposed to like being seen as vain or being seen as a nuisance or yeah i could see that i could totally see that the most like amazing thing i ever heard about burning man which kind of so my i went twice i've been twice Mm -hmm. and each time i've gotten a little less like uptight i guess is what i want to say the first time i went i was like Oh my God, like all, I'm the fakest person in the world and all of these wonderful people around me are so genuine and wholesome and here I am just a shit. Like that was kind of the first experience I had at Burning Man. I didn't get comfortable until like day four. Dude, my first I want to give you a hug right now. It was the same place. I was like, for the longest time, I don't belong here. Like I'm not yeah. cool. I'm not like, why am I? I'm wearing stupid like cargo shorts. Why am I at this place? Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then at a certain point, you just kind of like hit this plateau or you meet like you connect really well with someone that you would have never connected with. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of takes you over that over that line. Like first time I went with my best friend, Seth, and God bless him. He would like him and I. He was great. Um, but I met just some people that completely they completely changed my world. 
the whole reason I had housing when I moved to LA is because of burners, because I met people at this Burning Man camp and they opened up their homes to me. But even like coming in the second time, I still have to get over all of this, these hangups and all of these like, you know, in the default world, we're all struggling. We're all comics um, and we're all trying to like make something of ourselves. So when I come to the burn, I always have to like, I'm more than what I'm, I perceive I'm not. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, that's beautiful. Beautifully put, right? Because I totally feel that because like I'm, oh, I'm a writer and like I got these scripts and like, oh, nothing's selling. Nobody likes what I do. And then like, I don't, who fucking cares? Like when you're, you're in the middle of a desert and like somebody built a giant, cock sculpture that like comes ribbons. And, like, I remember that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love I, that. I feel like we're just holding out to the point where we're like, okay, enough of this and like let's just talk about other things that we did. But I told, so I, this is one thing I wanted to talk about I knew coming on this. My first burn, so like, for those of you who can just hear my dulcet tones, I am a short Jewish guy. I look like if the porn star James Dean didn't cut his hair. Um, nice. Yeah, I get that a lot. But I was never, thinking that, yeah. in fact. I was just like, oh, is he the, oh, no, no, no. Bad just haircut, Alex. not James just Dean. Um, so, I, you know, I don't feel cool. I'm not like a cool looking guy. That's in heavy air quotes. And uh, <laughs> my first burn, I went with my two best friends from college. One very cool guy, like a guy who's like, Burning Man made, like he was made for it. And then a huge nerd, like science nerd, who is also in a weird way, like that's a big part of Burning Man too, you don't see. There's lots of scientists and like the people who, like engineers and shit, because that stuff requires a lot of science. Mm -hmm. uh, there, You need a lot of science to be that big of hippies out in the desert. So I was just this like weird comic who like didn't really fit in. And then I randomly met these two beautiful French women, and they're like, you're hanging out with us all the time. And I was like, me? I'm not cool. And they're like, we're going dancing. Why are you still in your tent? Come on. Here's some drugs you've never tried. Let's go. And so for the rest of my burn, I met them probably day two of mm -hmm. Burning Man. And so for the rest of the burn, I was like, oh, I'm with these two awesome people. And mm -hmm. that just like changed my entire life from like the moment I met them until now. It was like, Oh, I'm a. I can see the moment I like loosened the fuck up was yeah. the moment, like almost Alice in Wonderland style. Someone put Eat me. a pill in my tongue, <laughs> yeah. and then after that, I've been a little bit chiller. And yeah. it's like, it was a very cool first. Like that is a virgin moment, and that like if you're a virgin, you either that happens to you and it happens to most people, or it doesn't, and you leave like, yeah, Burning Man's fine. But most people I know leave with that like this is the best thing I've ever done. The worst case scenario is you're just not going to have a good time. Yeah. I mean, if you if you're if you if you get stuck on your hang-ups, which I really have to fight against when I'm there, um like just like the whole facade that you put on in the real world of like being cool and like this is what I'm doing and like that's just a weakness I have, which is mm -hmm. just like I, you know, I do stand up and I do sketch and I'm a writer and like I also do this and that and blah 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 blah. You know, I have to like <laughs> You can realize really quickly that no one at Burning Man gives a shit. Yeah. No. Like, they don't care what you do. Like, they, they more care about your energy and your presence. Are you willing to help out? Are you willing to, like, work? And that kind of is, like, what's reflected. And that's a big way that it's different from things like Coachella, right? Because Burning Man is a non-consumer place. And I'll, there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, but you have to pay for your ticket and this. And, like, sure, whatever. But Coachella, you pay money and you buy a thing, right? Like mm -hmm. I am buying an experience, an experience, and like I, this is mine, right? Mm -hmm. At least I've never been. So who am I to say things like that? But like, oh, that's I've been to Coachella the feel too. That I get. That's the feeling. Is that, that the I feeling get. you get, Jack? Well, the thing with Coachella is, is um, it's just like Burning Man. Your Coachella, you can always leave, right? Mm -hmm. So. And also, it's, I don't know, it's very regimented. It's very scheduled. Like, you don't really have to think. You can kind of be very passive and, like, sure, you can take drugs at Coachella and, like, have a great time. I've had great times at Coachella as well. Mm -hmm. But it, you go home to your hotel or to your house that you rented. I've never camped at Coachella. I know some people who, who I know you can, but I never have. Um, and I don't know, you kind of have more, like, of the creature comforts. Like, one of my best memories from last year's burn was, like, day six, we're all, like, fucking dirty as shit we're all exhausted 
we're all like drinking like warm mimosas out of our playa <laughs> cups. Oof, oof. And God, we just started, me and my like eight friends just started singing like karaoke without accompaniment for like an hour. Like no music at like 1 p.m. Just like drunk on warm mimosas and just like singing like the weirdest songs. It was so fun. Yeah. See, if I heard that in default, like that was outside my house, I'd be like, I hate these people <laughs> and I, I might turn into a murderer. But it, if I heard it that, only takes warm mimosas takes and warm, karaoke for one hour at 1 p.m. That's all it takes, For Alex guys. to be like, I'm going to kill somebody. Put me on a watch real. list. Uh, <laughs> but if I heard that on Playa, at the very worst, it'd be like, eh, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Right? Um, why was, oh, right, because at, at Burning Man, you do not own it's anything. And it's not even gifting. You are, you, you're not. A tourist, like being called a tourist, is like almost an insult, right? You are, a, you're either a, lo- you're a local, mm-hmm. and to be a local, that means you're like taking part in your civic duty. It's almost patriotic, because you are, you're a piece of this infrastructure, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go there like a tourist, you will stand out like a sore thumb, and you might not know it, but we all know it, right? If you're someone who's there who's really clean and taking Instagram photos of, not that Instagram's wrong, Instagram's great at Burning Man, but like you're doing your selfie for your like 10,000 followers for your cosplay thing or like whatever, you will stand out like a sore thumb. I don't have my phone on me at all at Burning Man. Neither do I. That's awesome. Well, you don't have service. You don't. Like what's the point? I have friends who carry them around for pictures and like my my first year, probably a year and a half is like, that's bad. But now I'm like, yeah, take pictures. It's awesome. Do whatever you want. But like, I think if you're there really to be like like a, a frat kid at Cabo or something, I frat kids don't go to Cabo. Like, I don't know, whatever. Maybe yeah. a frat kid has gone there once at That's some true. point. I so bet. you're right. right. That's fine. If you're there to be like a frat kid in Vietnam, right? Like you will stand out. If you are there to like be a local and like put the work in, because it is hard work and you better, even no matter what you do, it's hard work. I found the distinction. Yeah. Coachella is a vacation. Burning Man is not a vacation. No, it's not. It is not a vacation. Uh, So the last time I haven't been on a vacation in like over like two years and my friend, my friends are like, well, what about Burning Man? You went to Burning Man last year. I'm like, that ain't a vacation, motherfucker. That ain't, that is not a vacation, especially because I onboarded my fiance, a virgin, onto the burn the first time. I brought a virgin this this last year too and it was work, but he also, he flourished. Uh, Oh yeah, Matt loved it too. It took him a couple days, just like me, like, he didn't really get comfortable until like day three or day four. And I just was like, I'm just going to exercise patience and just, you know, support him as much as I can. Yeah. I luckily didn't because he wasn't my partner and enough of my campmates. He was new to the camp, too, so they didn't know him. But he's a very charming guy. Uh, he's my comedy partner from back in New York, Nathaniel. And he's super charming, so he's easy to get along with. And like everyone just took him under his wing. And he was he's he loves strangers. So he was really good at it. And then like. At a certain point, it just clicked, and he became a dynamo. Like, nonstop, everybody wanted to be around him and meet him. Like, strangers were falling in love with him left and right. And it was like, okay, I don't need to do anything with this kid anymore. I can go have my own burn. Like, I can eat mushrooms with my, like, weird friends from two years ago and, like, be their spirit guide, and I am good. I don't need to worry about this kid at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking – there's one thing I wanted to hit on civic duty that is my favorite metaphor. So Burning Man is a city, but there are no streetlights – but the people are the streetlights because yeah. you are living in this civic duty of like you are part of the city and you got to – You're take, lighting it. You're lighting the city up. So even though like the lights are cool for you and your friends, it's also like, oh, that's how that guy's not going to trip, right? Like because I'm yeah. covered in lights. Right? And that's how like that car knows not to hit this kid because like they can see that we're covered in lights right now. So like you are also the safety net of yeah. the city. It's not quite PC, but if you walk around at night and you're not lit up, they call you a dark tart. I, that happened to me my first year all the time. And now every time I'm out, every time like I go to any party that could be a little bit Burning Manny, even if I'm not covered in LEDs, I've got LEDs with me. Are you going to the I3 Arts Festival in downtown? Uh, now I am. Yeah, you should. It's on June. Th- it's next Saturday. It's okay. at like uh, I'll send you all the info. All right. Yeah. Send me the info. I'm good. I'm trying to get her to go okay. too. Come. Ooh. Yeah. It's fifty be... bucks, but oh, it's I have, I have Charlie that. will be there. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And awesome. A bunch of art cars and art installations from Burning Man will be there. Two of my oh. best Burning Man friends just moved to LA, and so that's perfect. That'll be a really good way for me to like 
because they were in San Francisco, which San Francisco is is also Burning Man Ground Zero. But that, I was just gonna say that's yeah. where it starts. So for history buffs, it started in San Francisco in the eighties, right? The and they were yeah. on the beach. And but then how did they? And I don't know if you got. I'm sh- I kind of. How do you know? It got like, too big it, for the yeah. beach, and some dude was like, "Oh, well, I know this like desert where you know we can go and it'll be fine." So they went out to the desert. And back then it was like really hippie grungy, you know? Like there's still a contingent of those like grungy hippies. Crusty burners. Or crusty burners and metal burners. <laughs> What's a yeah. crusty burner? You know when you see them. <laughs> it's right? just they're crusty. They're crusty, but they they're don't also, use the lotion on they've their been going, skin. They've been going for about 25, about 25 years. <laughs> and they do not, they're not really into like electronic music. So electronic music kind of came a little later to Burning mm-hmm. Man. They are more into like, they drink alcohol a little more because they're, but they still do like, you know, their hallucinogens or whatever. It's just got a different feel. There's all different kinds of feels. People yeah. mostly see the like the yoga feel and the EDM feel, but there's like there's a Mad Max feel, which yeah. is Thunderdome. 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 I almost did Thunderdome so cool. this year. My friend Seth did it last year. Did really? he really? Mm-hmm. How did he like it? He went against my friend Endo, mm-hmm. um, who I also met at Burning Man, and uh, it was pretty wild. That's I mean, so cool. it was it was, and Seth dressed up as Deadpool when he went oh, into the Thunderdome, that's, that's but hilarious. his mask uh, his mask covered his face, so he couldn't like quite see. But basically, you know, it's like Mad Max Thunderdome, and they put you on bungee cords, and each person has like a giant Q tip, and you're just trying to like whatever. It's and like American Gladiators, but my, like Mad Max style. One of my best friends, again, who I went with my first year. Uh, he so we were like kind of spirit guiding each other last year on Playa and we were both on on a little something and so we went through like we started at Red Lightning which is this very like emotional hippie yoga like you're doing dancing stuff then we like got to like more uh, up dancing stuff so we were like traveling he's he loves the chakras so we're like traveling through the chakras because by the time we got to Thunderdome it's like pure aggression it's blaring metal and everyone is yelling and it's like all steampunk it's steampunk it looks like you ever seen the Jet Li movie Unleashed it's all about cage fighting Uh, it looks like that that's the other thing I would have come on here to talk about was kung fu movies (laughs) they're like we don't want to hear about kung fu movies talk to us about Burning Man you nerd yeah so it feels like that like there's blood and people are screaming and there's huge like hairy dudes just going at it and it is very it's it's a little intoxicating with the adrenaline. When you're talking about the chakras, I heard like watching the videos. Mm-hmm. I, I people talked about the chakras. Um, is that like a location based? Like the chakras are placed like they would be like on your body, but throughout the clock. Is that no? What it is? I wouldn't say. I mean. The, so Burning Man and the New Age community are like hand and fist. They are mm-hmm. hand and glove. They are very interrelated. And you don't have to be New Agey to go to Burning Man. And honestly, I am – so I'm an atheist uh, and I'm a skeptic of all things, but I still – I love yoga and uh, I meditate and stuff like that. A lot of my closest Burning Man friends are very uh, attuned to that world. It's a big part of their lives. So there is no – end to you know well this is you know we're in this chakra now or you know but it's not Mm -hmm. it is not a written part of the festival gotcha there's tons of it and if you want more of it you can always find more of it there but there's also like it, it is not um it is not like the law of the land there but it is a huge part of it mm-hmm. you were you had something you want to say about that oh i don't i i very much my two times i in terms of the new agey stuff my intention for my next burn is to um, – I love my Sound of Music camp that I went twice, but it is, like, very music-focused, very um, – they're not they're not EDM. Uh, they would murder me if I think I called their music EDM. Um, but they um, – yeah, they're, they're more like the electronic scene on there, and I was very much ingrained in that. So a lot of my burn both times was about dancing, and I have a lot of D- DJ friends who play there. So, oh, where are they playing? Where are they playing? Like, So that was kind of, like, always my drive both mm-hmm. years, especially last year, kind of taking Matt through it for the first time. But coming up, I really want to probably go with a less, either camp of my own or go with a smaller camp and kind of just do a little bit more exploring without having to worry about like, oh, is my kitchen shift now? Is my car shift now? That's that's mm, what it seems yeah. like to me. Because I remember you talking about shifts and building and all that. And it always sound that sounds like cool and inclusive and a way of like, developing friendships with people and stuff like that but as I was watching all these videos and I was like what do, what would I want to see like how would I want to experience this because I think that's like the first 
step of like thinking about going is like what kind of experience do you want to have? I don't know. Maybe I, that's just you, for me, but I think that, you can set your attention for what you want your first experience right, to be like. But, but you're, 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 don't it's, yeah. you don't know exactly. You, what it's it's like be. a hallucinogen. Like if you are experienced with mushrooms or LSD or like you know whatever mm-hmm. you know other than ayahuasca or DMT, where like it takes you where it takes you. But one of the ones where like you can still be on your feet. Um, you can set an intention, but it doesn't care, right? Like, yeah. it'll guide you. You get the burn you need, not the burn you want. Uh, oh, we just high fived, guys. Yes, that is the playa gives you what you need, right? Yeah. And like, we just, I'm not new. I just outed myself as an atheist, but like, I do firmly believe in, especially an when energy. I'm there, when I am on playa, like, it's a magical goddess in itself, right? Like, yeah. it gives you what you need when you need it, how you need it. And like, if you're frustrated, you need to be frustrated right then, right? If you show up someplace you feel uncomfortable, it's where you're supposed to be, deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. And it, that is, there's this thing called apply a miracle, right? And it's a small thing. Sometimes they're huge, but sometimes they're really small. It's like, man, I could really go for a popsicle right now and there's some dude with a popsicle cart. Just like, hey, you want a popsicle? And like, that is a common experience there. And like, I... Obviously, you look at like, well, okay, there's lots of people who want to come and bring things to people, and like, popsicles are great, it's hot, right? What are the chances? Pretty likely. Yeah, but it's also right? a huge friggin' place. It's a huge place, and then it's like, yes, the chances are very likely, but also like, just reframe that and how awesome it still is that it happened. Yeah. And it's, it makes you so appreciative, but not in this way where you're like sitting around your Thanksgiving table with grandma, being appreciative, like as a stupid, boring chore, you're like, living appreciation and it's a very it's it is not default because i do not live appreciatively and it makes you feel what it feels to like cry because something beautiful and like real simple just happened yeah my first burn i was 24 and so was i oh my oh my god this is so incredible so i was living in new york i was like doing stand-up or whatever i had been dating this guy for a couple months and he broke up with me right before I left for the burn. Ooh, and so blessing. Uh, <laughs> bless it. Well, that's the thing. Like my burn, I didn't no one, nothing. I didn't hook up with anyone. Like there's some people that, you know, do have a lot like and there's the orgy dome you can go to at the burn. I saw that and I was that, just, there was a line going. We, I was like, well, oh, I don't know if I want to stand in a line. I want to clarify about the orgy dome <laughs> when we're done with this story though. <laughs> Not that I, I haven't been, although I've I've wanted to, but that's my clarification. Well I found out a fun fun tidbit about the orgy dome this year which I'll get into at the end of the story, but um, I went into the, my burn my first year after getting, after being, which was totally, yeah, a blessing in disguise. At the time, I was devastated, but also, like, two years prior, I had lost um, two of my grandparents, like, very suddenly qu- close together, and that was really heartbreaking because they both raised me, and, like, I'll just never forget when the man burned that first year. Mm. Holy shit. I just, like, cried my eyes out, and my friend John looked at me, and he's just like, ah, oh, so you're going to be one of these burners. <laughs> you needed this. <laughs> I we were probably like at most a mile from one another and I was that was the most ecstatic moment of my entire life when that man burned. I was with people who I thought were I was like were too cool for me and they liked me and one of them kissed me and the yeah. man burned yeah, pretty girl, yeah. right? My girlfriend's going to listen to this and she's going to be so mad. <laughs> I I am in a wonderful committed relationship with a beautiful woman who I'm crazy about. But like this was this was, this was 20, my first was burn. First burn, first yeah. burn. You didn't, yeah. you didn't know. I mean, I knew her then, oh, but we weren't, we weren't dating, but oh, I knew Oh, well, okay. Her. Well, you anyway, weren't dating, you know. You're just in this place that's like nothing, I'm about to get a little poetic, but Burning Man is like Disneyland where the kids are building it at the same time it's going on, mm-hmm. right? And it's like Kumbh Mela where you're making up the religion as it happens, right? So like, you're there in this place that like, you are actually a part of. You're not coming to a thing that someone like, oh, we did this for you. Do you like it? You're like, oh, I I kind of did this too. And like, you're a part of it. You're a part of it. And we don't have ritual for the most of us in our lives. Like, I'm very reformed Jewish. There's no ritual in my life, right? And as much as religion can be like stoggy or stodgy and kind of like, you know, limiting, it can also be awesome. And so you are with about 70,000 people. You're emotional. You're probably, if you're not on a substance, you've been dancing and you're exhausted. So you're on, you're on the substance of the time. And then there is a fire bigger than you ever thought fire could be. And people are yelling and there are fireworks and everyone is screaming and it's just 
filled with this insanely cathartic emotional energy and like things are booming and crashing and it is just the most primal you've probably ever felt. And to feel that, like now I felt it three times, right? Mm -hmm. But to feel it for the first time when you're like, oh, I'm just this like little nerd who lives in New York and like tries to do improv comedy and no one <laughs> likes me. And then you're like, no, I'm a primal beast and I'm making out with a stranger and there is like a fire here. Like it's it is. So, that's like yeah. instinctual, I'd, like the core of what we've been doing for Millions, millions of years, of years since we were human. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but like I came when I first went to the burn. Like I was also at like a low point in like my. I started doing comedy when I was like twenty one or twenty two. So like twenty four, I kind of had hit like a slump, and I was just like, "Why the fuck am I doing this?" And then that kind of re reinvigorated me a little bit. Seeing all these artists like work so hard to build these things mm -hmm. that get torn down after a year, and just meeting other artists who like commit their lives to like one craft even though their job isn't the same. It was like very inspirational for me. Yeah. I stopped, uh, I was like, oh, I think I hate improv. And oh, I, I hate improv doing, now. Yeah, I stopped doing improv and now I write screenplays. Like that's mm -hmm. what, which I, the world doesn't need more of did, also, but. Did you get yeah. the same note when you would do improv? Did you take improv at UCB New York? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, we all three of us did. Okay. We all um, did. did you ever oh, get the, great. Did the you? gateway drug, mm. if you will, of comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's the fucking clicky gateway drug that you have to, anyway. Whatever. Um, so the note I would always get at UCB would be, uh, an improv would always be like, stop writing the scenes in your head. Yeah. And right? I'd be like, because I'm like, I'm trying to write a fucking story here. And they're like, no, just be two zany characters and interact. I'm like, but it doesn't make sense. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. I have to edit the shit out of that stuff. Yeah. I, I, I think improv, you're just like, okay, this is cool. Oh, I don't really have to do much work to be to do this and then all of a sudden you're just like yeah but I want to do that fucking work man I want to yeah, edit it right. and like I want to be able to know what the other person's gonna say oh, you about to take a three minute shit on improv break <laughs> guys no, I could, could be so for we that could. I I I spend a lot of time at this nerdist school right I'm we on a sketch house too. team yeah. right but improv can go Fuck it, so. <laughs> oh my god, uh, I wasted so much money and emotional energy oh, yeah. on improv. I have a yeah. master's degree in improv from UCB in New York. So do yeah. I, from the Magnet Theater and and a little. Oh, I like studied abroad. Too? I was at Magnet. I feel yeah. like we probably okay. we definitely we definitely we right. like, we all I would like know each other. I, I did, feel like I may have I would have thought you guys before, were too cool like, for me though, so oh, I would, yeah, would not. Oh have my hung god, out I did Cusick too. What's Cusick? Queen's oh, Secret Queen's and Chris. I did that too. Oh, yeah. I did that too. I performed it there a couple times. I auditioned probably for a thing and didn't make it because they're whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Dude, I I There's ran like there, so many improv shows. I like I just wish that the time I spent doing improv could have been towards writing because I'm right. such a strong mm -hmm. I, I don't want to perform even like I don't even like I do stand up and storytelling sometimes but I don't even want to fucking be on stage man I just want to like see my shit played out but yeah. like the, the the improv scene was just so like it's uh, toxic it's very it's toxic, so toxic you're all but a they bunch act of like they're not toxic at all <gasps> sorry I cut you were about no. to get this cathartic rage it's just like it's it. so fucking clicky it's so clicky and they're just like sucking each other's dicks and tits because it's like yeah. you're the best improviser ever and it's like shut up shut like fuck I like that the they're up. sucking dicks dicks and, and tits you're a very because inclusive like, person yeah, yeah because you know what sometimes you gotta suck no, on a titty you know what yeah. I've seen fucking people at UCB New York <laughs> who got onto fucking Lloyd teams or Harold teams and then acted like their shit didn't fucking stink. And it's like, you know what? It's a bummer. That's yeah. a bummer. Because yeah. you know I don't think that's how it started. You still paid $7,000 to like <laughs> yeah. perform for free and your uh, your chances are just as good as mine still. I love how we went from like this beautifully inclusive, we're talking about we how much we love Burning Man. the oh, shit yeah. out of improv you right now. You know what? Now. Burning Man helped me default to the place where I could say, oh, I hate this shit. Like I was not comfortable saying I hated a thing that I thought was so important to my... I guess my ego, like who I thought I was, thought I was this comedian kid, like, mm -hmm. and then once I was like, oh, I'm not that. I'm like a, I am star stuff, and I'm also like a crazy primal beast who can like get weird in a desert, and I don't have to feel weird about my body or my face. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, then like I don't have to try to be this annoying, stupid, funny kid and pay Matt Walsh seven thousand dollars. Can you know? I also say too, like, um, fuck. 
Oh shit! I lost it. I lost it. You'll get it. Oh, You'll get it. it. You'll get it. She's got it. Uh, uh, lots of uh, lots of uh, money. Something about improv. Improv. Yeah. We don't like uh, it. Burning Man. Something to, about improv. Yeah. Oh god. I've you lost think it. on it. You think yeah. on it. But yeah. to pivot back because we only have a few more minutes left. I just want to. Obviously, <laughs> just, we could talk about this shit. We could for do the rest that's of apparently our we're the same person, just opposite set. When when yeah. did you move to LA? Uh, I moved to LA two years ago, maybe. Oh okay, my god. So like you, you're like six months ahead of the two of us. Okay. We're we're paralleling each other very. Yeah. <laughs> my more my so I've got this one. So her playa name is Gaia, and she is like that is her. She's a little bit older, and she's definitely like the the pachamama of our like of our burner tribe. And she'd be like, "You two are meant to be here, right? You're like meant." And I'm like, "I I love you. You are. <laughs> it, you always got the right answer to that kind of thing." Um, but she also throws tons of sound baths. That's her life. Oh, I'm uh, doing a sound bath today. Are there, where, where? It's like a, it's like a, I've, I, my friend invited me to one. It's like a private like thing. I have to bring vegan food for like food after. Oh my God. Dude, what's I went a on sound, a, what's a sound bath? It's when you, I've never done it before, but for what I understand, Ooh, it's. I can talk about this. <laughs> I, so sound baths are very cool. And again, as a skeptic, like I'm not going to, so they're like, oh, well they, the, it attunes with your like bones and stuff. And like, I'm not going to say that. All I can say is that they're very cool and I like them a lot. And whatever reason they're cool, that's for you. Uh, so what they are and they're, they happen in different ways, but you lie down, you mm-hmm. know, mostly you can stretch a little bit if you want. And they usually, they'll happen a lot of times at yoga studios, but not always. And people will play different sort of singing instruments like singing bowls. A lot of times it's quartz crystal singing bowls. Mm -hmm. There'll be gongs, sorts of things that vibrate really powerfully Mm -hmm. and it hits you. And I, again, why it hits you, I don't know, but it hits you in a really cool, powerful way. And I've done one three times. Uh, the first two times I did one at a yoga studio, the last time I did one was at this place called the Integratron, which is very Burning Man friendly. It's out in Joshua Tree. It's a giant wooden uh, dome and it is the perfect sound chamber. It's a, it's like a perfect sound chamber and it was the coolest thing I've ever done. Oh, wow. uh, anyway, you're about to do a sound bath. It's going to be awesome. Please invite me next time. I will. I did. I, I, I'm such an, um, I did a, I did a shaman, um, a shaman ritual last Friday where I met my spirit animals. Like dude, I'm... my best friend who just moved to LA is a shaman. Uh, and so he helped me and my writing partner, like we were in San Francisco and my writing partner was having a bad time. Uh, and so he's like, all right, we'll just, we'll do like a spirit animal regression. And I was like, cool, sounds chill. Like, even though I might not believe in things as like the magic answer, like I believe in psychology mm-hmm. and this, it's very good psychological practice. You know, it's just like maybe a little loose, but it's like, it's effective. And we had the coolest time. Hey, he Alex, yeah. we're going to be friends. Uh, we're already friends. I want to yeah. do all of these things. Right. I want to do She's a virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm a huge virgin. Right. I'm the biggest. Oh, I have a card in my wallet. It's just a big V on it. I'm uh, just, I want to do a sound I, bath. I want to do a, a vegan whatever cookout after the sound bath. I want to do it. Do you want to go to the burn? We got to put tights I mean, like, on right now. I, know. I have tights on. I wore... I'm so sad I didn't wear tights. Jackie, I, this is what I wear to work all the time because I'm a nanny and I have to get like avocado on me inevitably That's at some the job. point. You have yeah, to do it. I have to. I have to. I just, even if it doesn't happen, I do it by the end of the day or like Play Doh. Right. And also, I'm walking and we're at a park. And this is the only tie dye that I have. Really? This and I have a blue tie dye and I wore these pants and I was like, you know what? I am gonna wear those pants because we're talking about fucking Burning Man. And I see Jackie as I'm driving to this to the uh, sound booth and I see Jackie and all I wanna do is like yell out the window. Like Nice her. pants. Like nice pants. Because we both wore tie-dye. I'm she wore blue, I wore black and white. should have worn your leggings, so Alex. I should have worn my it. leggings and I should have worn my big, uh, my coat. You had a question, actually. You asked a question. I know we're bouncing around. Like, where it's do you okay. get your cool stuff? Yes, right? I did. So, I did ask that. So, there are so... If your basic stuff you should get on, you can get on Amazon and you do smile.amazon so that you're like contributing to somebody so that you don't feel so toxic. But like get your whatever, your goggles and your leggings, your which you RZ must have. And your RZ mask. Yeah, yeah and the, your mask, the, right. The, 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 um, I use a, like a shamog instead of an RZ mask, but like you got to have a face cover. So masks are perfect. I, right, I like, I'm a, I'm a desert nomad when I'm there. So I, it's like playing D&D, which you guys now know about because of Jordan. Yes. Yes. You are whatever character you want to be. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of like a desert nomad. Uh, but your cool shit, you can either find on like, there are tons of cool Facebook like burner portals that you can find. I won this giant faux fur leather blanket in an auction. And so I found this woman and I was like, 
will you make me this into a cloak? She was like, fuck yes, I'll make you this into a cloak. So I paid her probably like altogether a hundred bucks. She took this blanket, turned into this badass like Vin Diesel triple X cloak. Fuck yeah. So delight. That's my playa name, by the way. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Sewed it into, sewed lights into it. And I was like, this is the thing I've been waiting for my whole life. That's it was, awesome. it made my burn. I went, awesome. to, uh, I went to, because my first burn, I really didn't, I really didn't dress the way I probably should have. I, I wanted to. It was very basic. But mm. my second burn, um, I got a lot of stuff from like just a trading thing. Like well, because I'm still involved with Charlie to an mm-hmm. extent, I um like I'll see all notifications like, oh, there's like a little shop up if you want to like stock up on leggings or stock up on bodysuits or like lights or hoods or whatever. And they, these are all people that make this stuff. Like it's like they have their own Etsy shops and they'll like come and they'll bring the stuff and mm. you can try it on. I got this dope ass bodysuit for the last last year's oh, burn that was yeah. like super sexy. The the uh, multicolor okay. is yeah. it's gorgeous and she looks dope. My she friend Gaia so had one that was like uh, fish scale, fish scale gold oh, bodysuit. That's, that's dope. so cool. Oh, I'm using. I found it safest now to just use playa names. Yeah, for all do it. Friends. I think that's yeah. great. I don't right? really use a playa name, but maybe I'll get it's, one. It's it's a bit of a dorky thing, and I found my first year I loved my playa name. My second year I liked it, and this year like depending. Do you get a different one every year? You can do whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, there's it's, no rules. Here it is. Yeah. But. I figured. Oh, I fucking love this. We'll put it on the Instagram. Oh, that's dope. That's so cool. Oh, that's fucking great. Because it's, I know. it's yeah. gorgeous. It's really. She it's, showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I, I was. I was You're more prepared this year. This is, and this is. All, I also got engaged. This is right after we got engaged. Oh, so I love is, that coat too. Oh yeah, Isn't I got that, that coat also at yeah. a at a Burning Man thing. And your fiance is so like, it's so it's definitely his virgin year. That you is his tell. virgin year. Yeah. yeah. Like in next year, it's gonna be so different. Although we do want to go next yeah. year. Yeah. God, I want to go too. Some you can find. You can find your style. Like I know this dude. Guy's guy's partner actually, who, uh, sergeant, who like yeah. his thing, like he he was so against it when he first came, but he was in love with this woman, so he decided to come, and he's kind of like a he's a DJ, but he's like a punky kind of guy. He's a kickboxer, you know, and mm-hmm. a biker in San Francisco. And then he fell in love with this place, but he fell in love with it because he realized he didn't have to dress like we were dressing. He didn't have to wear stupid fur coats. He was in combat shit at all times, and that works out with like. His aesthetic. That's his aesthetic. That's, that's the world he thing. wants to live in, if right? You also want a shirt cock? You can shirt cock. We. What's a uh, shirt cock? You wear a shirt. Nothing else. You got the cock out. <laughs> oh, like Winnie so the very Pooh. Literal. Yeah. Like very literal. Like Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. It is, Shut up. It's frowned upon, but there. So there's the. Everyone fits in a Burning Man. Some people fit in a little bit stranger, uh, and shirt cocking is one of those things where you're like. Some dudes are going to shirt cock. They're probably not going to be my friends, but like they're totally welcome there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any um, last words about Bur- – I know you have all of the words for Burning Man, but we is there both like – We both do. You, both, you yeah. both do. Is there like one last thing that you want to leave people with maybe um, ed- um, t- for a virgin like me? Okay. Maybe. Well, this is a thing I was yeah. actually going to say before, but then I got off track, and this is a thing that – tell me if I'm repeating myself, but – uh, a very good friend of mine told me in the default world, everyone wants to tell you about them, but at Burning Man, everyone wants to learn about you. I love that. Wow. That's definitely true. Um, be, uh, do what you want to do. As long as it's not hurting anybody. Don't wait for anyone. Exactly. Oh, we didn't even talk about the 10 principles. Oh, <gasps> do the 10 principles okay, now. Uh, uh, we'll leave, no, leave no trace. Leave no trace. Uh, radical self-reliance. Radical, uh, radical acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, immediacy, which is what we're talking about. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. do what you want right now. Immediacy. Non-commodification. Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing's for sale. Or Except there. for ice and coffee. Uh, ice and coffee. Uh, whatever. Uh Gifting. gifting, so give gifts, but you're not bartering. It's not trading. Give gifts, like but, a hug yeah. or a necklace or, or a massage, yeah, or yeah. a cigarette or a cigarette, which people will love. And then there are a couple others which are hard to remember. Yeah, but immediacy yeah. is a big one. Like mm-hmm. never fucking like, don't be like, oh, oh, yo, give me like twenty minutes. Just go, go, just, just go. go, just fucking and go. If your friends want to go, let them go. You won't see them for another twenty three hours. You'll do your own shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Take it's like on an airplane. Take care of yourself first, and after that, take care of everyone else. So mm-hmm. make sure you've got 
bring enough food for you. It doesn't have to be good food. Bring granola bars. Bring enough water for you. Bring your camel back so you've always got water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring snacks when you're out on the playa. Oh, yeah, because it's going to cost you like 30 grand to get helicoptered out of there if you oh, fuck yeah. up your shit. Do not fuck up your shit. Dude, there was, yeah. God, I, this is like a warning too. So yeah. like obviously Burning Man, you know, the drug stereotype that people associate with it is true. We've alluded to that. Right. But on my very first year, there was one time a girl saw a five-hour energy shot on the floor. Oh, bad and news. It, and she, she chugged it. it and what was one, it? It was GHB. Oh, what is that? Shit. That's the date rape drug. <gasps> that if you take not on alcohol, it gives you like it, it you'll get fucked up but you won't get um you won't get uh, you, you won't out. pass out. But yeah. she had been drinking all day and she started having like seizures. We had to take her to the Jesus. medical tent. She was fine. She's fine. Yeah, but, but just like, like don't yeah. take you have to be careful. You guys you have to be careful. You do have to be careful. Yeah. My friend MVP who's a British uh, military vet has like saved so many people. And we have a couple of medics in our th- camp right. too that have had to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, take care of yourself and like care about your your well-being and by doing that you'll be able to care about others well-being and mm-hmm. then you'll be able to care about other people's like spirit i i will say spiritual even though you know whatever ter- care about their spiritual well-being their spiritual happiness and yours and you like as long as you have that foundation of like i got all my water here i got all my food here my sunscreen you don't need to worry about anything else and just go with immediacy and you are set yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Okay, plug your thing. I, we could talk for another like three hours. It's, we could. It sucks. Yeah, I want to talk about I, We can probably do. We can do it. We can do an episode point too. Of, we okay. actually got requests for a burn, a Burning Man. Really, another episode. Burn? Well, just like an episode, like people were requesting Burning Man episodes. So really, yeah, we could totally. Well, do let's two point oh. We can have you back. I'll bring on Porpoise, and we'll be able to talk about it. Oh, I'll bring on. Yeah, I'll bring on Porpoise and Snowflake. Let's do like a round table. I would love that. Okay, we're committing to it. We're tapping. Burning Man Roundtable. Tap. Yes, tap. Uh, I am on the Nerdist Sketch House Team Money Pit. Uh, see that? All my used to be training did work out for something, yeah. Mom. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> they're just real. The Nerdist is filled with the, cool people. The Nerdist is amazing. Yeah. Uh, the Nerdist is amazing. So come yeah. see us. I think we're every third Saturday. So we're the mm-hmm. 17th, I believe, of this coming month. If not, just whatever the third Saturday is. Uh, with other other uh, podcast guest Jordan Pritchard, who talked to you guys about D and D. Other than that, if you want to follow me on Instagram and learn a lot about tea, because that's my third guilty pleasure. I'm so dorky about. I used Chinese to work tea. at a tea shop. What so, kind? Um, it, uh, it was it was called David's Tea. as a Canadian. Oh, company. I love David's in New York. Tea. Oh, really? That's probably yeah. how we did. You work up on the Upper East Side? Oh my God, yes. I lived right there. I, I lived served there. You. you served me tea so much. That's how I know you. <laughs> 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 Amanda, uh, Amanda got up. She's walking on uh, Sunset Boulevard. That makes She's so much sense because I saw him and I was like, I just, I was like, I just. How do I know that guy? I was like, I know him and I like him. That's so funny. And I just was like, you were he's a, a good really human. kind tea server. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. You this have to go to the burn. Favorite tea. It's her milk oolong now. The is milk her oolong favorite is. Tea. Oh yeah, I have some god. really high quality milk oh oolong. I can okay. make you. Amanda. You saying milk oolong is like yeah. I get. Hi, how Hi. have you been? Hi, you been good. I've been I'm really so amazing. glad we're here now. This is awesome. Holy shit! <gasps> All right, well, thanks for coming on. To- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, follow me on Instagram at a period f period shiftman. I blog about my tea a lot. Amazing. Uh, oh my god, huh. you guys! Amazing. I just had a burner miracle. Yeah, that was you a playa miracle. That that's a playa miracle. <laughs> we did it. We made a fly miracle We did it. Happen. Thank you guys so yeah. much for listening. Thank you for listening. Oh, Let's do the intro. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.